is Pull It Together, Emerson College Polling's podcast. My name is Camille Mumford, and I'm comms director for the Polling Center. Today, I'm joined by Isabel Holloway, our director of survey operations at Emerson College Polling. Hello, everyone. Today, we will be walking you through our most recent survey of Nevada voters. This poll was conducted last week from Thursday to Sunday, July 7th through 10th. We conducted this poll with our partners at The Hill and KLAS-TV in Las Vegas, and you can find full results on our website. Isabel, it has been a busy week in politics. Inflation and gas prices are dominating the national conversation. White House officials are actively debating whether or not to declare abortion access a public health emergency. And the January 6th committee gears up for another televised hearing this coming week. While all this news is happening, the general midterm season is drawing closer. And at Emerson College Polling, we're seeking to find out how these issues are impacting voters and what is most impactful this election season. Like we mentioned, inflation is dominating the national conversation. This past June, U.S. inflation surged to a new 40-year high. The government's consumer price index soared 9.1% over the past year the biggest yearly increase since 1981, with nearly half of the increase due to higher energy costs. On Wednesday, President Biden said, today's headline inflation reading is unacceptably high. It's also out of date. All major economies are battling this COVID-related challenge. So in our Nevada poll, we decided to ask voters what they blame for both inflation as a whole and what they blame for high gas prices specifically. On the issue of high gas prices, 46% of voters place most of their blame on the Biden administration. 30% blame price gouging by gas and oil companies. Other places of blame include gas and oil sanctions against Russia, increased demand, and COVID-19. If we break this down by party, We found the Republicans are united on who they blame. 71% blame the Biden administration. Still, a bit under a quarter of Democrats are also blaming the Biden administration, though plurality, 44% of Democrats, are blaming price gouging by gas and oil companies. And this blame is really reflected in the national conversation Overall, heading into the midterms, Republicans are really hammering Democrats for the issue of inflation. The New York Times reported on an ad funded by One Nation, a nonprofit group aligned with the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, that linked higher cost uh, of the American Rescue Plan that Democrats passed last year. It's an ad that's specifically aimed at Senator Mark Kelly, Democrat of Arizona, who's up for re-election in November in a competitive race uh, that many have ranked a toss-up. It describes him as the deciding vote in the American Rescue Plan uh, that the Senate passed 50 to 49 with no Republican support. So it's really interesting here that the Republicans are running these ads focusing on the COVID-19 relief spending as the primary cause of inflation. When we asked who voters or what voters blame for inflation, We found that only 9% of respondents in Nevada primarily blame such spending. Rather, the blame on inflation, similar to what we saw with gas prices, is falling mostly on the Biden administration, with a 42% plurality of voters blaming the Biden administration for 
high inflation. We also see this blame on President Biden for both inflation and gas prices being reflected in his approval overall. Just 33% of Nevada voters approve of the job that President Biden is doing. The issues of inflation and gas prices are front of mind for Nevadans. 34% reported the economy as the top issue facing the state. And while the economy was reflected as the most important issue for the plurality of folks, the second most important issue for Nevada voters was water supply at 16%. And this is context of Nevada politics. The Colorado River and other surface water sources provide nearly 70% of Nevada's total water supply. Right now, there's a drought in the West taking toll on the Colorado River, and this river flows into Lake Mead and the Nevada-Arizona border. This lake is the nation's largest reservoir, but it's sunk to its lowest level since the 1930s, and is about uh, 28% full. The issue of water supply in that southwest region of the country is something that Senator Catherine Cortez Masto has been working on with her colleague Jackie Rosen. And you see that this issue of water supply is particularly salient among this Democratic base. We found that voters who are more inclined to support both Senator Catherine Cortez Masto and Democratic Governor Steve Sisolak were both much more likely to report water supply as the most pressing issue facing Nevada. And these two politicians, incumbent Governor Sisolak and Senator Cortez Masto, are both up for re-election this November. They both face pretty challenging elections, and neither incumbent politician has a majority support and they've both been ranked as toss-ups by the Cook Political Report. Looking at the gubernatorial race, it's important to see first where Governor Steve Sisolak sits among the state. We found that his approval is underwater. 40% of Nevada voters approve of his job as governor, while 48% disapprove. In his election against Republican Joe Lombardo, Clark County Sheriff, Sisolak is leading at this point, 44% to 40%. 9% say that they plan to vote for another candidate, and 7% are undecided. Moving over to the U.S. Senate election that all eyes are really on this coming November, Democrats really need to hold on to Cortez Masto's seat if they want to keep their slim majority. It is ready to toss up for a good reason, our poll found. Cortez Masto, the incumbent, reaches 44% in our poll, while former Attorney General Adam Laxalt is trailing at 41%, which is still within the margin of error of this poll. It's a 2.1 margin of error, so this race could really go either way. Looking into the demographic breakdown of the Senate race at this point, we found some interesting numbers. Cortez Masto has higher support among voters of color in Nevada at this point. 61% of Asian voters, 51% of Black voters, and 46% of Hispanic voters plan to support her at this time. Her Republican opponent, Adam Laxalt, has a slight lead among white voters, 46% to 43%. Cortez Masto also slightly leads among independent or nonpartisan voters at this time, with 41% support compared to Laxalt's 36%. A very competitive race in the Nevada Senate, we see. Moving over to the U.S. House elections, right now Democrats hold 224 seats and Republicans hold 213. 
Our national survey in June found Republicans led the generic congressional ballot, just asking voters if they plan to support the Democratic candidate or Republican candidate on the ballot, 46% to 43%. In Nevada, we surveyed each congressional district, 500 participants for each, for your reference. Right now, the breakdown is three to one Democrats lead in Nevada. Right now, the breakdown is three to one Democrats in Nevada. Democratic Representative Dinah Titus represents the first district, Republican Mark Amaday, the second, Democrat Susie Lee in the third, and Democrat Stephen Horsford, the fourth. In the first congressional district, we found 41% plan to vote for that incumbent Democratic Representative Dinah Titus, while 37% plan to support Republican Mark Robertson. 17% are undecided. In the second congressional district, the largest area-wise in the state. Sounds great. Sounds good. Okay. This is Poll It Together, Emerson College Polling's podcast. My name is Camille Mumford, and I'm comms director for the Polling Center. Today, I'm joined by Isabel Holloway, our director of survey operations at Emerson College Polling. Hello, everyone. Today, we will be walking you through our most recent survey of Nevada voters. This poll was conducted last week from Thursday to Sunday, July 7th through 10th. We conducted this poll with our partners at The Hill and KLAS-TV and Los Incumbent Republican Representative Mark Amaday has a 10-point lead, 46% to 36% against Democrat Elizabeth Mercedes Kraus. 8% are undecided. In the third congressional district, we found our tightest race. Incumbent Democrat Susie Lee leads Republican April Becker by two points, 42% to 40%. 13% are still undecided. Lastly, in the fourth congressional district, we found another tight race as Democratic Representative Stephen Horsford leads Republican Sam Peters 42% to 39%. 15% are undecided. Generally speaking, these are all competitive races that have been definitely shaken up by the redistricting in Nevada, which broke up Las Vegas more between the first, third, and fourth districts. We're excited to track these congressional districts as we get closer and the undecided number shrinks. Moving forward, we also asked a SCOTUS approval rating uh, following some very controversial case rulings among Nevada voters. 37% approve of the job the Supreme Court is doing, while half disapprove. And this has a pretty significant partisan breakdown, we found. So 15% of Democrats approve of the job SCOTUS is doing. That's very, very low. This compares to 64% of Republicans who approve. Independents break towards disapproving of SCOTUS, around 52% of independents disapprove. The question of whether or not the Roe ruling will mobilize Democrats has been top of mind as of late. And a poll we conducted a couple of weeks ago in our national survey with the group All In Together did find that voters are more interested in the 2022 midterm elections following the ruling on Roe. This includes a 26% increase in voting among young women specifically who are aged 18 to 29. And this is a group that the majority of which uh, tend to vote Democrats. In Nevada, we decided to survey general attitudes towards abortion. 
Our poll found that just 5% of those surveyed in Nevada believe that abortion should be illegal in all cases. 31% say that abortion should be legal only in cases of rape, incest, and when the woman's life is endangered, while 28% say that it should be legal in all cases at any time, 17% say it should be legal up to 24 weeks of pregnancy, and 18% say it should be legal up to 15 weeks of pregnancy. And within that, we found that a plurality of women, 32%, think that abortion should be legal in all cases at any time. This compares to about a quarter of men who share the same sentiment that it should be legal in all cases. But on the other hand, the plurality of men do say that they think abortion should only be legal in cases of rape and incest and when a woman's life is endangered. Similarly, a plurality of 18 to 29 year olds do support legal abortion in all cases at any time at 38%. Since time flies when you're polling, it's never too soon to move to 2024. Right now, Trump's most formidable opponent in the 2024 primary is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He is the only one in our national polls who reaches double digits, and if Trump decides not to run, he's the frontrunner. We've polled general elections between Trump and Biden and DeSantis and Biden to gauge some support of where voters stand in the Silver State. In a hypothetical matchup between President Biden and Donald Trump in 2024, former President Trump holds 43% of support, while Biden holds 40%. 13% say that they would vote for someone else, and 4% are undecided. Remember that Biden won the state by a little more than 2% in 2020, so it's notable to see this swing, with now Trump up three at this point. In a hypothetical contest between President Biden and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, DeSantis holds the same support as Trump, 43%, while Biden's support falls slightly to 38%. 8% are undecided, and 11% would vote for someone else. So considering Trump and DeSantis both hold this 43% margin, uh, it's not so much we think that DeSantis is beating Biden by a larger margin, more so that Voters are just more undecided in a race versus DeSantis, which makes sense considering he's not the former president and has a lower name recognition as the governor of Florida. It's also important to note how Trump is performing in the state considering he's on the stump in Nevada. This past week, he spoke at Treasure Island Resort on the Vegas Strip to boost Lombardo and Laxalt. He called Nevada a cesspool of crime and that Governor Steve Sisolak is letting your state go to hell. Notably, crime was the top issue for 5% of Nevada voters in our poll, and this only rose to 6% for Republican uh, and independent or nonpartisan voters. At the same time, as the January 6th hearings continue to be a focus of the national news, we found a plurality of Nevada voters, 46%, think that Trump should be charged with a crime for encouraging his supporters to march on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. 43% think that he should not be charged, so very close split there. So that really tells us that his endorsement and presence in the race has both positives in the primaries and potential negatives come the general election, as the state is very divided on the issue of January 6th.
And that does it for Nevada. The best way to stay on top of all the latest polling and trends from Emerson College Polling is to follow us along on Twitter at Emerson Polling or visit our website, emersoncollegepolling.com, be linked in our bio. With that, have a great day and a better tomorrow.